Welcome to another episode of the Jay-Z and Bill Sportscast. Um, well, things are slowly starting to open up, J.C., uh, in sports. The German soccer league, Bundesliga, began today, or started back up today, I should say. Um, NASCAR is going to start up tomorrow. And everyone else is sitting on their thumbs. Some baseball, I think, in Taiwan, Korea, Korea. Japan. Baseball's opened up. I heard there's some Little League tournaments going on in the States uh, last weekend. I probably, I believe that, even though they have canceled the Little League World Series this year, which is a first. Yep. I'm actually a little sad about that because I've, I, I've been to that. That is a fun experience. Yeah, I'd like to check it out. I like, you know, where they had, I think they had, like, Major League Baseball teams going there and... Mm-hmm. And they were recently and just kind of anteed up a bit, and then you, you know. I've heard those tickets are extremely hard to get. Oh, I could, I could imagine, I can imagine the tickets for the Field of Dreams game if it happens would be extremely hard to get. Mm-hmm. Right, with the White Sox and the Yankees, if yeah. it's still a goal. Right, it, it would depend on how Iowa is. So. Yeah. Uh, actually, let me look that up while we're discussing here. Um. So this week on the show, uh, one of us is going to go into a rant, and I'll give you a clue. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say that because, because uh, I, I mean, a lot of people, you know, do listen to us, and some of them who have heard my other podcasts know that when I go on a rant, I go on a rant. But uh, this one, yeah. I'm, I'm not today. Um, okay, so Iowa has, as of right now, 14,000 cases total. Uh, they currently have 7,000 active cases. Uh, 6,000 ended up recovering, which is actually a really good sign. Almost 7,000. So, Iowa is... Yep. Yep, people are recovering, right? Over the virus, mm-hmm. you know, numbers are going up for recovery all over the world, so mm-hmm. that's good. And of course, you know, of course, my county, you know, we're we're technically still closed, even though Maryland opened up yesterday, because my county has the most uh, coronavirus cases in the county. So, <laughs> yeah, well, after yeah, some things we won't talk about, but I see that states are suing to open up and stuff, and there's passed in Supreme Court, but that's. For another podcast. That is for another podcast. Um, I want to bring up, real quick, I actually want to bring up two things. One that we talked about the other day, because this has been getting a, a little bit of press here. Uh, about two days ago, two football players had... This is silly. Oh, there we go. Had arrest warrant issued for them. Uh, They were both cornerbacks, uh, DeAndre Baker for the New York Giants and Quinnen Dunbar for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, This was apparently for four counts of armed robbery with a firearm and four counts of aggravated assault with a firearm. Baker has gone in. He He turned himself in today. And Dunbar has not decided yet if he's going to turn himself in or not. 
Yeah, it's, it's a weird story. You're hearing reports now that witnesses are saying that he was involved and there's written sworn affidavits. And I mean, the, the way the cops did it, they tagged both Seattle and New York franchises mm-hmm. with them, right? Which is kind of strange, right? Yeah. You know, I can't imagine the NFL is impressed with that. Mm-mm. Or the Seahawks or the Giants for that matter, right? Oh, no. You know, right now you're tagging them and it's like, ooh. Well. So. I actually have here what they allegedly stole. And and that's the key it, word here is allegedly, because we don't know. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, they are believed to have taken th- over three timepieces, including an $18,000 Rolex watch and a hub a hublot, I, I'm sure I messed that up, worth $25,000 and allegedly took over $7,000 in cash. Yeah, it's, and they're saying it's over $70,000 that the two lost like two nights before or something and mm. the way they parked the vehicles, it was like a getaway and then one guy said, next guy comes in, shoot him and it's just the reports we're hearing right now, they're very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Two people said that Dunbar did not have a firearm on him, but one said that he did. Um, not really sure what's going to happen. Uh, I, I think I'm more interested to see if Dunbar is going to turn himself in, even though he has said that he, has he number one, was not there, and then number two, if he was there, didn't have a firearm, which I'm starting to believe that uh, yeah, you probably did it. <laughs> yeah. I think Seattle's praise for the end, inevitable to uh, cut them, save $3.4 and go after another another cornerback. Mm-hmm. Right, and I can see the Giants are going to probably get, rid of, get part ways with Baker, their first overall pick of last year's draft, I believe. Wow. Or not or in the first round anyways, right? Yeah. And he was 30th or something got picked. Jones went first. So, you know, interesting with, I guess we'll have to wait for the reports. I know I saw that yesterday. I was just like, or two days ago, I was like, oh man, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, hey, today, you know, after I talked to JC, the this other is day cellulose acetate about how the Redskins are a class organization, even though we suck at football right now. Redskins wide receiver Cody Lattimore was arrested on several charges in Colorado. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He was uh, booked on assault in the second degree, menacing, illegal discharge of a firearm, prohibited use of a weapon and reckless endangerment. He is currently being held on a $25,000 bond. Yeah, I think his career is probably over, too. Especially if you discharge a firearm. Mm-hmm. And I know in Colorado, I think the rules are a little different. You know. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to say this. You're, you're three professional football players in the National Football League. You are making a good amount of money. I'm not going to say a lot of money, but I'm going to say a good amount of money. Yep. Why do you have to be a dingus? Why do you got to be a moron and go do this crap? 
Yeah, over like if it was over seventy thousand dollars, that's what you make in one game. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you could. And if anything, I guess I mean we're not preaching you do this, but hire somebody. <laughs> right. We are not preaching that. <laughs> right. You know, like it's don't go do it yourself. People know who you are. Right. You're a high class pro- professional athlete in the NFL and the biggest sport in the States. Mm-hmm. People are going to know who you are, right? It's when you get out. You're basically throwing so, your career away doing this. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, lately the NHL or the sorry, the NFL doesn't, they've raised their standards when it comes to this, you know, like they will not put up with it. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're looking at jail time, I mean, dumb work to get looking at at least 10 years. Yeah. With just even just four counts of, of what is it? Of a robbery, right? Yeah. Even without a weapon, you're going. So who knows what's going to happen now? And Baker, if he's done, he's probably done for the rest of his life. Yeah. Eight counts. Latimer, I'm not really sure about. Um, that one. But, but, but it's like you said, JC. It's, you know, on a state-by-state basis. Some states yep. are harsher than others. So. And I think... Colorado's up there, aren't they? I believe. I think on with the weapons. I believe. I think, so. But yet you can really get high off of marijuana. <laughs> yeah. In Colorado, you can. In Washington, you can. I think a bunch of the other states. I'm not saying that it's and a bad thing. I'm just. And you can in Canada as well. Yes. I'm just saying so, in general, you know. Yep. Um. So yeah, you know. Good look on the NFL by three players who had futures and now probably won't. Yeah, I can't see them. The team will have to release them, right? So, but I, I mean, I guess we'll we'll wait to see what they're right. The rain on the wall, but I mean, if you're Seattle and you have three point four million sitting there, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well, I need a cornerback now. Maybe I go out and I get a veteran, right, who's still out there, who I'm going to get. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So you need to pounce on it, right? And then if he's innocent, then, well, I mean, that's that's on him, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about bad players doing bad stuff, like even last week, right, where you could throw your career away where guys won't sign you. Yeah. And Dunbar, I mean, it was a, I think he was a better cornerback. He was a walk-on or undrafted free agent. Yeah, he was. Right, with Washington, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, I, I, I want to bring up another topic real quick, staying with the legal system here. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this one. Uh, I had talked about it uh, on that wrestling show uh, this week. Uh, Alberto Del Rio got arrested for sexual assault. And uh, I'm not going to get into the details because they are kind of graphic. Because we try to keep this a clean show for you guys to listen to. Uh, but yeah, the stuff he did, he's going to be in jail for a long time if the lady does testify in the case. <laughs> yeah, I read those the details. It was just like, what are you doing? Thinking, what are you doing? I mean, he was in trouble with the law before, wasn't he? Um, maybe. I think he's had some run-ins before. Yeah, he's had some run-ins, but not as bad as this. No. 
I mean, no, you're living the golden life. You're outside. You're you know doing st- you can do whatever you want, and then you go and do this. Mm-hmm. Again, like you said, not a good look. I mean, it's been a pretty rough few weeks, I guess, for for professional athletes out there. Yeah, really. I even started with the with the guy from NASCAR who said some bad words over when they're doing the virtual racing. Yeah, and that pretty much got, cost him his career right there. Because yeah, he was going to be a top free agent to sign, and now, you know, I mean, you never know. He might take uh, sensitivity training mm-hmm. and then they might steam out. Oh, okay. You know, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. You do some volunteer work and then they have you come back and race. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's, you got to watch what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I want to bring up before we get into the JC rant of the year, which I'm really looking forward to actually, um, the autopsies, came out in the Kobe Bryant uh, helicopter crash yesterday. Yeah. Uh, According to the Associated Press, the pilot did not have alcohol or drugs in his system. All nine people in the fatal crash sustained immediate fatal injuries when their helicopter slammed into a hillside outside Los Angeles. The report by the L.A. County Coroner's Office provided a clinical but unvarnished look at just how brutal the crash was, describing broken bones, dismembered body parts, and a stench of fuel on what remained of clothing that burned. Yeah. So basically, when the plane or when the helicopter crashed, they all died instantly. Yeah, doing 184 miles per hour, something they were saying, in fog. Yeah. And I think you're going to see a nasty legal battle between, because now they're saying that the Kobe and those guys are all at fault for wanting to fly, and it's just going to be... I think we're going to hear some stuff in the news here that maybe we don't want to hear, but right. it's going to come out. But at least, at, at least the pilot was not on any drugs, any alcohol when he took off, which is a very important thing because that could have been an even bigger case. Now it's just, you're probably going to sue the the company really. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to hear a bunch of that. Like I said, what's coming up in the next few weeks Mm -hmm. and you know, say rest in peace to the people who did pass away in that everybody, right. Mm -hmm. Tragic. And, and we're not gonna we're not going to cover the case. We're we're not. We just wanted to talk about, or I wanted to talk about it real briefly because we did talk about it uh, a, a little bit after the event happened. So yeah. And on, I guess we'll give out some good news. Reading some Sportsnet.ca, Brad. Trevlin from the GM of the Calgary Flames said hockey fans should expect some exciting news next week. I, yeah, I think it's Monday, I think, is the day. I, is that the... Yes, I think so. Monday, Tuesday, they said next week. There's going to be... Monday's a holiday here in Canada. Right. Right, Victoria Day yeah, next Victoria week, and I think you guys have, what, President's Day or something? Uh, Memorial Day is the following. Memorial, yeah. Yeah. You know, where you always would have the Boston Marathon, and the, or the, and I think the Red Sox would always play at 10 in the morning or something. Mm-hmm. 
They always had that early, early game. So if you're in fantasy baseball league, you had to get your lineups in like before 10 in the morning. (laughs) I got caught a few times on that. But yeah, if it's not Monday, it should be Tuesday. Hopefully good news will come out of, maybe they'll have the playoff system that we talked about in the last show that we read. Yeah, there's going to be, I think they're saying there's going to be some good news. They're going to, I mean, obviously seeing the German soccer league open up, Sweden soccer league's opening up. Mm-hmm. I think the English premier is going to open up here at the beginning of June. I think it was, I heard. So, you know, the sports North America are going, okay, time for us to get going, right? Time for us to open up. Yep. And I mean, you know, like I said, like I said last week, money talks and nice. there's a lot of dollars still. You might not get from the gates and revenue from there, but, you still got the TV coming in, right? Mm-hmm. You still have the uh, sponsorships. You might see a few more sponsorships because, oh, look at that, another 40,000, 50,000 people, maybe 100,000 more people are going to watch. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you read the comments on Facebook everywhere else. It's like half people say, no, they should just cancel it. It's like, you know what? They're still going to watch. Yeah. Hockey comes on, especially in Canada, especially you got the Leafs, the Canadians, Flames, Oilers, Jets, Canucks playing. People are going to watch. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, they they got their, I mean, you think about it, right? Their plans. Now the NHL has already said that they will pay for all the, all the testing. All right. Right. I'm, I'm and okay. He, I like that. You know, and like they were talking to the premier of, of BC and the guy said, you know, we have more than enough testing to do. But yeah, that you guys can come and do your thing. Right. And I think a lot of politicians are realizing that, you know, having sports back is going to be good for mentally for people who are kind of down, down the dumps. Right. Now I like what you just said that the NHL is going to be willing to pay for the testing. I like that. I, I am all for that. If, if they like, if that ends up being successful, I'd like to see all the other major leagues here in North America do that. Yeah. And I heard baseball is looking at, uh, turning their minor league PD testing system into coronavirus testing. Cause obviously there's no minor leagues this year, right? Right. Probably not. So they can use that in Utah, I believe is where the lab is set up. Yeah. You know, well, why don't we talk about baseball? Because this week got a little bit interesting. Uh, the owners came up with a proposal for, I believe it was an 80 game schedule. It would have started on the 1st of July. Uh, the playoffs would have been expanded to 14 teams all together. And yep. the players are like, well, wait a minute. What about our pay? What about the money? Because the umpires were willing to take pay cuts, which I'm actually a little surprised. No, I'm not surprised. Let me take that back. I'm not surprised with the umpires. Um... And then, not too long ago, a quote-unquote elite pitcher in Major League Baseball made a comment that got our very own J.C. riled up. Yes, it did. And I am going to sit back, relax, and have fun listening to this. (laughs) Yes, Blake Snell decided he was going to come out come out, open his mouth, and quote saying, I got to get my money. He said he was played $7.6 million salary in 2020. I'm not playing unless I get mine, okay? 
Now, first of all, I think money's got to be the last of resort for baseball players, especially guys like like Snell, who, let's face it, he had one good year. Won the Cy Young, which I don't think he should have even won the Cy Young. I think Verlander should have won the Cy Young two years ago. Mm-hmm. Last year, looks like he got rocked quite a bit. Six wins, eight losses, ERA of 4.29. I know he was hurt as well, but that's no excuse. Uh, and now he comes out saying that he wants his money. Does, doesn't even say anything about, you know what, let's... Instead of saying it's about money, say, you know what, our health, our risk, our safety, yeah, you know, that's a priority, but we got to make sure that the public's protected first, that they get their tests first, that this is the way we're going to do, then we'll discuss our strategy, our situations. And then to bring money into the deal when people have lost their jobs, when people are dying, when nurses are going to work, when you got companies like in Alberta here, some RV companies are sitting there going, you know what, we'll lend you guys our RV because they can't go home and see their family. They need a place to stay because they don't want to infect their family. And then you got Blake Snell, who, like I said, probably I had one good year. He got rocked last year, and he, he's probably scared that he's going to get rocked again this year. And right, if and if you're going to sit out, you don't think Tampa Bay's going, well, you know, he's a lefty. He got rocked last year. Man, maybe that's violation of your contract. We can terminate it, right? With this new rule of having to face three batters, you can't even be a specialist. You can't be a lefty coming in because you're going to be able to get everybody else. Yeah, he's got a fastball at 96, but, but you know, he's got a changeup at 87. He's got his slider at about 88, throws a curveball, and guys are picking up on it. You know, you, take, you look at the best of the best who came out every year, year in, year out, who were one, when Cy Youngs were still competing at a top level. Where Snell, it just, it just makes my blood boil at A, that he had to bring money into the whole situation. His comment shows a lack of perspective of what's going on in the world with everything that with everything that is going on people losing their jobs and it just it just gets me fired up you know there's there's no use of you there's no way you should be adding hey i need to get my money i'm not playing Mm -hmm. when the rest of the world is suffering and i'm sorry to say but i i honestly think he's he might be scared to hit the mound this year right you're going to play half a season you're going to get rocked right supposed to he's due for seven point 7.6 7.6 million. So even if you pay, cause you want, cause obviously it's going to be pro rate. So you can get three and a half. Yeah. What's baseball going to do? There's no gate revenue, right? There's right. your TV revenue. Again, it might go up a bit. They want to do a 50, 50 revenue share. Everyone's thinking, well, this is going to be a cap down the line. I mean, if you're going to bargain for your CBA two years from now, technically we could have no baseball for two of the next three years. It's possible. And in 94, when they went on strike, it took them a long time to get back to where they're mm-hmm. going, where they're going to be. Right this time, people will not, they'll be, they'll be done with it. Yeah. And comments like that are just fuels the fire that more and more people are like, you know what, whatever, sit out, right? Hockey comes on, basketball comes on, fans are going to watch that. Next thing you know, they're watching that. Baseball numbers are going to dwindle even more. Then they're going to wonder why some of these pitchers, some of these guys aren't getting higher money free agency-wise when the owners lost money the previous year. Well, I'm looking at uh, Snell's career numbers. He's got a 3.24 ERA, which is that that's high for a pitcher. Yep. Um, 585 career strikeouts. He's got a WAR that's wins above replacements for those that don't know of a 10.3. That is not good. Uh, last year. Like J.C. mentioned, he had an ERA of 4.29. 
gave up 96 hits, 14 home runs, 40 walks, one intentional walk, for those that are, you know, worried about that. Um, yeah, he did not have a good year last year. And no, he did not. He, right? I mean, the year before, like I said, it, Berliner should have won the, won the Cy Young the year before. There was a lot of uproar. And Snell plays pitches for a very good team in the Tampa Bay Braves. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a hard, hard playing team and you get six wins giving up four, 4.3 runs a, a game. Yeah. That doesn't cut it as an ace. And I, like I say, I think he's maybe, I don't know, maybe he's scared to go out there knowing that he's going to get rocked again this year. I think. And if he's, and he's going to, I mean, technically if he doesn't even go play right now, you're going to you're going to forfeit that money that you may not get back in your life. Mm-hmm. I think with, with, with the money thing, and this and this is just what I'm saying. My only thing that I've never really liked as a baseball fan is that baseball is the only sport where you get these ridiculous contracts. Like, some players get like 12 years, $700 million. I'm, I'm just making this up. Whereas with basketball, with hockey, with football, you know, they have like a set bar. It's like, okay, you can only go this far. With baseball, they have broken through the glass ceiling. And these guys, these players are getting these ridiculous contracts and are getting paid money up the wazoo, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And for Snell, who has only been in the major leagues four years, he hasn't, he, he's not a veteran by any means. So you want to learn to for write. him to come and say, you know, all that stuff, I think is immature on his part. I really do. And the last thing that any major league baseball player should be worrying worrying about right now is getting paid this year. Because you probably will get paid. It might not be as much, but you're going to get paid if you play. Mm-hmm. So I think Snell should just shut up, get his butt over to Tampa, and when the season starts, you know, go out on the mound, throw the darn ball. Yeah, be ready to go. Exactly. Right. Be ready to go and do something, of, you know. Yeah, people are going to want to watch, right? Make yourself go. I mean, hey, if he comes out and he apologizes next week and says, you know what? Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'm a little worried. I'm worried about family, this, that, that. That's fine, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see him backpedaling right and i think he's taking a lot of heat yeah from uh from the media from you know probably even internally some players are probably like dude you can't say that right right they're going to make us look all bad yeah they are you know i mean i'm just looking at his logs now and i mean he lost to teams like the jays the royals the tigers right he got beat up by the by the astros by minnesota 
Right? He took down the Yankees a couple times. Mm-hmm. But he also lost to them a few times, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he lost to the Dodgers. So he did not have a good year at all last year. And then to say that he wants to get his money, well, you better perform because all eyes are going to be on you. Yep. And it's probably a good thing you don't get to hit because, yeah, you know, you might get that one pitcher who maybe had a family member who was, I mean, every, probably every, somewhere a player in that league knows someone who works in the healthcare system. Exactly. And they're going to be like, you know what? You're worried about your money and we're worried about our friends, our family, relatives, whatever. And you're going to worry about that. Yeah, this one might be high and tight. You know. Sometimes people just say stuff before they even think, folks. Yeah, and I mean, it was on his Twitter, Twitter, I think, or Twitch or whatever it was that he decided he was going to speak out. And that's fine, right? Speak out all you want, but you got to make sure you put it in the right context that people understand. Yeah. And he could have totally did a lot different. That would have changed the people's views and say, yeah, you know what? players are do care about everybody else like let's get this going right they start turning against the owners that comment as much as you know fans aren't going to go for the owners either the de- players popularity probably definitely dropped and now they got some control to do you know yeah and if there is no baseball like i said that could be i mean they're talking about expanding two more teams quickly so they get more revenue you might end up losing two teams four teams mm-hmm. right you're already talking about the minor league going. Yeah. They're going to take down a bunch of teams. And now after this pandemic, they're going to be like, yeah, you know what? That worked pretty good. Right? We don't need all these extra minor league teams. There goes a bunch of players. And, and, you, know what that, and you know what that also hurts is that hurts those cities' economies. Because there are some, you know, there are some towns in, in, in the United States that are small towns. And the only thing they got are, is the, are the minor league baseball teams. And if they lose that team, the economy in that town goes down tremendously. Yes, it does. Now, maybe they'll put an independent league in. You know, they have the, they already have the stadiums there. They have everything ready to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe they talk about, okay, we'll help run our own. We'll sign our own players. Because obviously there's going to be a lot of minor leaguers who are now going to be looking to play some baseball. Exactly. Right? I mean, it's, so maybe they, maybe they spawn a new league. And I don't mind watching independent ball. As long as it's baseball. Yep. I enjoy all types of baseball. It's my favorite sport. And that's where, like, that's where I got fired up when I heard Snell's comments. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Even if it's, right. even if it's death metal baseball. Yes. <laughs> Quebec has a death metal league. Oh, God. No, just kidding. <laughs> for hockey, where all they did was fight for years. Yeah. It was popular, right? Because that's what people want to see. So I expect, I honestly expect a comment from Snell coming forward. I guess mm-hmm. now that we discussed it. Maybe he changes too, maybe he doesn't. You know, other players have kind of backed him up, but they've done it in a way that they know the perspective of what's going on. Yeah. And yeah, if you're frustrated, but I mean, I haven't heard nothing since he said that, said his comments a no, few days ago. No, I haven't. Right, so that tells me right there he doesn't care. He only cares about his money. He doesn't care about anything else. Yep. And you're, and to be on a baseball field, you're going to be in the safest environment there is. Pretty much. They're going to be testing like crazy. They're going to have all these rules, all these protocols, right? You know, so you're going to be in a safe environment. And you only have to go hit, hit them out once every five days. Exactly. Six days. You know, it's not like you're putting your thing out, your life on the line every, every damn day. Mm-hmm. 
right? You don't have to sit with anybody. You could probably be, I mean, I can't imagine the starters are going to, they're going to be somewhere, staying somewhere, but probably not beside someone else. You know? It's true. So it's, yeah. I mean, even, even the old players like Buck Martin is there and Mark Tejera said, you know what? The players, you guys better get on board and get something going because if it doesn't happen, you're going to see a world hurt. Yeah. Come baseball's way. You are. And I agree totally, right? When the old veterans are saying that, the old people who are now retired, the old or the, the ex players, mm-hmm. yeah, it's time to listen and say, you know what, this is a you know, and and hey, the players, you know, they say, Yeah, this is what we're gonna do, you know. Yeah, we'll go revenue sharing, but we wanna be able to expand our revenue sharing and maybe maybe go you can put stuff on like advertisements or you know, do things that will get you more money as revenue. Right? It's all the, the balls in the players' court. It is. It is. And yeah, it's going to be like it's going to be. Yeah, do you want a salary cap in baseball? You no, know, baseball is the only one that doesn't have a salary cap. I mean, salary cap has made hockey better, football better, basketball better. Right? Bas- yeah, basketball has a soft salary cap. Baseball, yeah, you know, you get the major teams that spend all the time, and half the seasons are done by the time. The ivory starts to tickle Wrigley Field, right? Teams are already out of it. Yeah. People aren't going to go and watch that, but, I mean, you get a competitive team out there, you have a salary cap, those stadiums start filling up. Oh, look at that. More money's coming your way. Hmm. Weird how that works. Hmm. Now, Bryce Harper uh, posted on his Instagram uh, his idea of if there is to be a baseball season. And I have to say, it's an interesting concept. I'll say that. I'm not sure if I agree with all the details or not, but I'm going to read this to you. I'm going to read it to everyone. And you all tell me what you think of this. Okay. So, this is how it starts. Baseball season. Beyond the health and safety, which comes first for all players, staff, workers, fans, and family. Just an idea I have been thinking about. So this is only an idea. Do East-West like NBA. You have 31 days in July, 31 days in August, 30 days September, 31 days October, 15 days in November. You have 135-game season. Your off day, your off day is every two weeks on a Monday. And Sunday are doubleheader seven-inning games, which they do in the minor leagues. So that's mm-hmm. okay. All right. 30 players, a six-man rotation, save the arms, if pitchers wanted them. If not, no big deal. DH and any other ideas possible. For the playoffs, two-week World Series, like Super Bowl week. You have 10-team round-robin format, College World Series kind of style, at the new Texas Stadium or whatever stadium or stadiums are best. You have a three-game series. You win the series, you move on. You lose, you play the other loser in a one-game wild card. Winner of that moves on, other game is out. Or you could play it in Vegas so you have the strip hotels and could use one hotel for all the guys and contain possibly two teams left, 
seven-game World Series. They get two days off before the series. With those two days off, you do an all-star game and home run derby. Could do the baseball awards as well at that time. Open this up on all platforms. No blackouts. Open it for everybody to watch. Then you back up season the next two years. May 1st, 2021. April 1st, 2022. Maybe I'm crazy. Just fun to think about and throw around ideas. Yeah, I read that. I, yeah, you know what? Baseball is long as it is anyways for a game. You know, you got a seven-inning doubleheader. I would not mind that. Get 135 games in, you know, and, and it puts more of a urgency on teams to get fired up right off the hop. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's none of this waiting around till you know, the fifth, sixth, seventh inning, right? Your pitcher goes six, start, he's having a good game, and then they bring the closer, it's lights out. And I like the idea of having an off day every two weeks on a Monday because let's say one of those seven-inning games ends up being an extra-inning game, and it goes maybe three, four more extra innings. That way, your players could have that extra day to rest. Yeah, and they'll have the Sunday night game, right? So it'll be one game, it'll be a Sunday nighter mm-hmm. for TV ratings. Yeah. So it gives them that chance to fly back or whatever they, you know, however, whatever stadiums they're going to be in or whatever hubs, or if there's going to be a hub city. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're talking about having home teams open up at their homes. Yeah. They can. Right, Toronto would be an exception. I guess they'd probably go to Dunedin, mm-hmm. unless they decide that sports is essential and they're going to they're going to say, yeah, you know what, you guys can come in, but we're going to have to test you, blah blah blah. Right? Yeah. So, and I can't see that happening here. So, I think the Jays would be playing in Dunedin in Florida. It'll be. Uh, I, I do like it, right? I mean, I like any idea that's going to bring back baseball. I think. Without, there, there are some things, though, that I guess my only one that I have a little issue with is the 10-team format. Because, you know, you do a best of three, and then you're going to have five teams that lose, uh, you know, yeah. that lose the series. Well, you just can't have two games where it's, you know, basically all or not, and then you just have the fifth team just randomly out there not do anything, you know? I mean, yep. I, I, I think you got to come up with a little bit of a better format. I would think maybe expand to 12, so that way you can have an even number and then just have maybe like the three teams that get eliminated or, or not get eliminated, but lose that first series do a round Robin format where they each have to play twice and then decide from there who goes back in the mix. Yep. Maybe that works. I, you know, I'm, I'm really not sure. Yeah. The only thing I would find a problem with that is that your team that does win moves on and these other teams are getting some extra games in, right? Mm-hmm. So is that a benefit for the team that moves on to rest, or is that a benefit for – I mean, baseball is such a momentous sport, right? You know, guys, teams that sweep in the division or the championship, they're sitting waiting around, and you got another team who's just 
did a seven game series, right? right? They're getting their time and all that's going, right? It's definitely, you know, it's the less of two evils, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I said, anyway, any which way that they want to, any idea that they come up with that will bring baseball back, I'm all for. Well, they just got to figure out a way to do it. That That's the main thing. They just have to figure out a way to get it done and to do it right. Because you don't want yeah. to do it and then have it messed up right away to the point where it just cannot be fixed. Yeah, where you have to try to fix it and you can't, and then, yeah, it's going to be, yeah. I mean, I guess there's some ideas out there. I mean, the first thing they have to do is they have to get on the same page, mm-hmm. right? That's Deal with your thing. financial issues, and then once that's done, then you guys can decide, here's the proposal, right? Here's the proposal. This is what we want to do. This is what we want to do. Agree to that. And by July 4th, Independence Day in the States, we should be watching some baseball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because if we don't get baseball this year, and in a few years they do a, a striker lockout, two or three years is gone for baseball, and baseball will be a just a distance memory for a lot of people. Yeah, it will. It it, it definitely will. You know, considering the NFL just signed their CBA to a ten-year agreement. Right. And I think right, so, basketball is pretty good right now. So. Hockey's in a decent spot, yeah. you know, and that's another thing too about hockey, right? Is that a lot of people don't understand is that players pay into an escrow, so the less money you bring in, the more the escrow goes up, the less money is in the players' pockets. Mm-hmm. So they say they cancel the season this year and say the season can't go next year till December, January, and you're doing a 48 game season. That's a lot of money that's going to be gone. Yeah. Right. So that's why the players on board in hockey. Now, granted, they played three quarters and most of them got paid. Or they might have all got paid all their salaries now, right? But you know. Basically, what we're saying, folks, to the Major League Baseball players, shut up and play the damn game. Yeah, exactly. Play the damn game. Play the damn right? game. You see ball, you hit ball. <laughs> that, should be, that should be a shirt. <laughs> yeah. You see ball, you hit ball. <laughs> we're coming up with these we're coming up with these new shirt ideas and someone's gonna take them and then we're gonna be like, hey, we thought of that. Yeah. As long as they put the JC and Phil show on the back. You want proof? Here's the audio proof right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. So uh tomorrow, uh I, I know you haven't watched this, but I have is the end of The Last Dance documentary. Episode yep. 9 and 10 or tomorrow night. I actually watched 7 and 8 yesterday because I was doing something else last Sunday. This has been such an intriguing but fascinating documentary about Jordan and the Bulls. And what I really like about this documentary for those that may be on the fence is it's not entirely about Michael Jordan. And and I'm sure maybe that might've been a little bit of concern for those that were on the fence. Cause like there's an episode where 
they focus on Scottie Pippen. There's an episode where they focus on Dennis Rodman. The Rodman one is very interesting. I enjoyed that one. Um, then they did one with Phil Jackson. Uh, then seven part seven was about Michael's dad getting murdered and how that played an effect on Michael, you know, front transitioning from basketball to baseball. And it's just been a fun, just fun to watch. And it brought, you know, it brought back memories for me when I was a kid because to me, the Bulls were the team of the 90s. It didn't, it, it, I mean, there was no team bigger in any sport anywhere in that time than the Chicago Bulls. Mm -hmm. Like, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing something Chicago Bulls. Hat, shirt, jacket, it, it didn't matter. Like, that was it. And mm -hmm. that's the thing I hate. I, I get excited about, you know, watching this because it's like, this was part of my childhood, but at the same time, this is, to me, what's missing in today's NBA, is, you know, you have a dominant team that is consistent year in, year out, where... Today's NBA, if you look at it, it's not, you know, the teams being consistent. It's more of the individual players being consistent, and they're not staying with the team. Like, like, like with LeBron, you know, he could have been a Cavalier his whole career, but he decided, I'm going to Miami, and then he goes back to Cleveland now he's with the Lakers. That, I think, is where the problem is for me, being someone that loves college basketball, is, you know, with these NBA players, you don't see these guys staying together for a lengthy period. The exception could be Golden State, you know, if they can keep the core players together, and then once they get healthy, and then... Because obviously, you know, they, they really weren't going to do anything this season. But come back next season, they could be as good as they've been in the previous years. Yep. And they can get a superstar player on the draft this year. Mm -hmm. Exactly. If, if there is a draft, there might not be a draft. But yeah. that's the thing, because, like, that was the basketball that I grew up on, you know. That was what I would watch, and that's something that's really missing in today's basketball, because it's not really about, I want to say this right, it's not, it, the focus is more on the individual player on a team than it is the team, where yeah. with the Bulls, yeah, Michael Jordan was the star. But you had Scottie Pippen, or Pippen, <laughs> boy, that messed up. Scottie Pippen, 
You had Dennis Rodman. You had Tony Kukoc. You had Horace Grant. You had B.J. Armstrong, Steve Kerr. You know, you had all these players in an eight, nine-year period. You know, some didn't stay that entire time, but they were still a collective unit that worked fantastically. And it showed six titles in eight years? It's almost unheard yep. of today. No, it's, that's, that's what a dynasty is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you got these players who play together, grow up together, and, right? Yeah. You're going to have exciting basketball because they're going to know where each other is. They're going to know their tendencies, their, their uh, troubles, right? Their strengths. You know, I mean, hockey's last dynasty, I think, was the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Baseball. I was going to argue the Red Wings, but then I was like, well, there were a few years where they didn't win the Cubs, so. <laughs> yep. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Yankees were dying, so they didn't win it all the time, but. Right. Well, you know, they paid. Uh, yeah, it's basketball. It's the one that, especially basketball, I feel that because it is such a team sport that you guys need to be together. Mm-hmm. You need to stick it out. Yeah. Play, you know, everyone's got their strengths or their weaknesses, and they know what they need to do. Yeah. Right, and for Jordan, and I don't think Jordan had any weakness. I think his only weakness, like watching it, and you know, watching it as an adult now, compared to watching them as a kid, is I think he took challenges too personally. Cause, yep. Because like. I'll, I'll use a good example, like the like a few days before the '96 NBA Finals against Seattle, the the, the the SuperSonics. He's at a you know he's eating dinner with Ahmad Rashad, and the coach of the Sonics is eating at the same restaurant, and he passes by Jordan, doesn't say anything, and Jordan's like, "Okay, all right, I got you." Because I think, in a way, Jordan's own worst enemy could have been himself. Like, he did find thing to motivate him, you know, to beat these guys. But at the same time, it could have also been his death. You know, that could have also been his downfall. Is, you know, he took something seriously or too seriously and was like, hmm, yeah, right there. So, yeah. but I still think he's the greatest basketball player I've ever seen. I, I really do. I, I, unless somebody comes along and proves me wrong, Jordan's the best basketball player I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I agree with that, right? Just the way he held himself. He was always competitive. He's the type of guy that you wanted on your team because you knew what you were going to get out of him. And he was going to fire you up. And he's going to he's going to challenge you. He's going to challenge rest of rest of the team, right? Where nowadays, there's a lot of stuff you can't do because it gets taken out of contents. Actually, there right? was a, there was a good part in uh, part eight where Steve Kerr was talking and they were having practice, and Jordan kept getting on him, getting on him, getting on him, and finally Kerr, like he punches Jordan in the chest, and then Jordan punches him in the face, and Jordan's like. 
Ah, yeah, I, I took it too far. But at least he stood up for himself. So. <laughs> and I'm a true believer that if you practice like it's game time, come game time, you're going to be that much better. Could be. Could be. Right? You, just the way your, your muscle memory is, everything that's, you know, everything's, it's such a quick, you know, these are such quick sports that you need to be able to practice the way that you play down the road. I'll, I'll say this. Because a few years ago, the O.J. Simpson documentary was a big thing. And that ended up winning the Academy Award for Best Featured Documentary that year. I would not be surprised if by the the time they do the Academy Awards next year, that this wins the Best Documentary. I really would not be surprised. And I think it should. I really think it should. Yeah, me either. I think it's, like, I haven't watched it yet. I, I'll watch it once all the episodes are done. I can walk back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll watch it. But from what I've heard from reports, it says it's really well done. You know, there's some insight to people who didn't know what was going on before. And, the ratings, and of course, you know. The ratings have just yeah. been phenomenal. They've just been so, phenomenal, like basically four to five million viewers. Yeah. For the five weeks, that's fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's that is phenomenal, right? But it just goes to show that America and Canada—they're waiting for sports. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch a documentary? People are going to watch. Yep, absolutely. You know, and of course, then it brings it all to the LeBron versus Michael Jordan debate that seems to be taking the internet by storm the last two months. Yeah, it started back up again when it was quiet for yeah. so long. Look, because yeah, there's nothing else to do. People, you have your LeBron lovers, you have your Jordan lovers. Look, do I think LeBron is a good basketball player? Yeah, I do. But he, to me, never will have the impact that Michael Jordan will have. Nope. I, I really and I mean, and and he had to run run to Miami to start to win championships. Exactly, where Michael stayed with Chicago the whole time, winning yeah, those and won championships. And then he decided to come out and play for the Washington Wizards for a few years. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> that, yeah, that that'll be the last dance part two. <laughs> yeah, the end of Jordan. Yeah, but I did see uh I did see where I think he put up 40-some points or 50 points against the Charlotte Hornets back in the day. They had it on Facebook there. Yeah. How he's just dropping dropping two after two after two. Mm-hmm. Right? In a stand elevation and stuff. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I think on that note, we're going to end here for this week. Uh, next time around... Hopefully, we'll get some news that maybe hockey or basketball or baseball have decided to start up again. Um, We'll just wait and see what happens. Uh, Join our Facebook group. It is the JC and Bill Sportscast. You type that in the search bar and you are right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. I post the link in the description box. Or the description, I should say, of each and yep. every episode. 
So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, everybody continue to stay safe wherever you are and join us again next time for another episode of the JC and Bill Sportscast. You guys stay safe and have a good weekend. Have a good long weekend for all my Canadian uh, fans out there. <laughs>